Now back to the Midday Grind with Martin and Marlo on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Just a week away from coming to you live from Jupiter, Florida. I think I scared Frank last hour, and I said you can only interview one Cardinal player your entire trip. Now, it was just a premise as part of Five for Frank, and I said pick the one player. You probably weren't listening. You were probably babysitting your own daughter. True. Probably training Otis with your friends from Kennelwood. You're also throwing true. poo in the backwoods. It's not, it's not true that you can only interview one player. Although I wouldn't rule it out, actually, <laughs> baseball. If you could only tell one story down there, who would it be? That's a great question. Frank took a long term. Yes, I, I didn't to see it. it. I got to be honest. I didn't see his answer coming. Right. Okay. Maybe I'm guessing Frank said, "Could they be looking to lock up a Miles Michaelis?" No. Nope. Beyond 2019, I think for 2019 with this year's team, the health of Marcelo Zuna. Is very interesting, but he's not really a. Talker. But he's not a great soundbite. Adam Wainwright. That's who Frank said because he goes, "I got to fill shows, and I can ask, <laughs> I can ask Wainwright about anything, and he will fill my shows." Now, I was saying more the one story you have to tell and the person you want to hear from. Now, Alex Reyes, his story is fascinating. His comeback, he's an okay talker. But the combination of the two, storyline and talker, might be Jack Flaherty. He's a great talker, but I think here's the right answer. Oh, here's oh, because, oh, okay. you're oh, wrong, okay. Martin. Because you're I'm wrong. saying it, try. and I'm usually right. <laughs> Here in St. Louis, we hear from all these guys over the years. We love baseball. Who's the one guy just acquired, big-time player, that you don't know as much about? And when we go down there for spring training, we do The guy from sit Texas down. who they got in the— Drew Robinson. Drew Robinson. Drew Robinson. Correct. Drew Robinson. Oh, you got it. No, you don't know if, anything about Drew Robinson. If no. you have a seven-minute interview with Paul Goldschmidt, don't you think Cardinal Nation wants to get to know this guy a little more? I, I think they do, but I don't think you're going to get it out of them. So I don't think it's going to be, God bless him, I just don't think you're going to get great answers per se. Super I don't know pol- about that. Super polite. So maybe oh, Chuck's better than us. You're going to get all the great answers. <laughs> Go for it. But it's not like he... <laughs> It's not like he's not a talker. Okay, he doesn't say controversial things. But again, I think... He signs during every interview. Look, people would like to just kind of get to know the guy. They've only seen a press conference if you're in St. Louis. All right, well, this is me now in my, like, as a news producer. Why doesn't Charlie... Why don't you and Goldsman go fishing or something? Or go to the mall. There you go. Yeah. All right, no, that I'm sold on. Okay, so I'm telling our bosses, Charlie and Goldie... Go fishing. That's for the sweeps piece next week. Why don't you, you and Goldschmidt go like drinking somewhere? Or go to a bar. Ooh, that'd be fun. Chuck get, and Goldie get, get hammered. Get banged up. <laughs> banged up with Goldie. People would watch that. Or maybe it's Dexter Fowler, although I feel like the warm-up was sort of the therapy session where he talked about all the things that went on and kind of looking ahead. Don't you think it's better, though, for the Cardinals and Dexter Fowler that I feel like, okay, we got the stories, and now let's just – let him play, and hopefully yes, he plays right. well. And I feel like any more attention doesn't necessarily help the situation. Just let him go out there and play. I hope he does well. I have questions about that. We'll see what happens. But I feel like let's let's just let the guy go out there we'll and, and try him, to have a swarm nice him first. season. And then we'll swarm him when swarm, he's struggling. Swarm him after he goes 0 for 2 in his first yes. spring game. 
I like this. Chuck and Goldie go drinking. We can promote that. We'll get and the guy. Then we swarmed him. Why did you ground out to second? Why didn't you hit a double? We're going to get that announcer from Channel 4 that does all the promos. We take you to Florida. It's not just Cardinal coverage. It's drinking and Cardinals. Do the two mix? Find out as Chuck and Goldie go drinking. Charlie Marlowe tonight at six sits down with Paul Goldschmidt at a local Chipotle, and they share lunch. And this talk is Channel baseball. Four. It's the book. If you don't watch, you may die. <laughs> I'm excited though, man. I'm excited to go down there. Yep. Looking forward to the coverage. Now that I know what we're going to have, and how about this? We can promote that sidebar. Nothing to do with baseball. You know how I like to kind of get into my personal life always, and people really care about this. My dad, who is 70 years old, my mom and dad are meeting me down there. Oh, fun. Okay. Both retired. My mom just retired. My 70-year-old father is flying in a plane for the first time in his life. How? How he's he getting gets on a plane. plane. No, I get that. Buy a ticket, I'm surprised. You go online, you go I'm to surprised. Orbit, you, kayak, you buy a ticket. <laughs> I'm surprised. How much do you want us to explain about kayak. the process? I'm so, don't use kayak. I'm surprised it's taken him 70 years to fly. We've encouraged him for years. We've all said, look, just you do the first flight, you're going to realize it's all good, and then you can fly for the rest of your life. How early is he getting to the airport? This is important. A couple yeah, I days. I have to talk to my mom about that. Is he really nervous? Is that why? Not really. I mean, I think he just... Just never happened. He he never flew. And Where's then the furthest he's ever been, or is family? it farthest? Where is he going? Oh man, is he going to California? They've driven all over the country. So would you drive for family vacations as kids then? Florida, always going drove. to Alaska. <laughs> no, I mean he has driven to like California and Seattle and Mexico and all that back wow. in the day. Wow. Well, congrats. That's exciting. Thank you. Looking forward to that. Can we have your dad uh, on to talk about his experience after he flies. Hey, put Afterwards, him on. We oh, yeah, should do that. Down yeah. there. It'd be great. Wanna, yeah. He's been on before. We were like, how did this uh, how did this come about? Well, we went online, we bought a <laughs> ticket. Like, okay. Move this I gotta move this story forward a little bit. It is kind of funny though, because when you've flown a, a bunch of times, you kind of know the situation with the TSA, with when you get there, with the bags, what you can take, what you can't. Like, he has no idea. Oh, I'm bothered about by the, anything. I'm bothered by those people at security. I'll Me admit. too. Yeah, they're, my, they're annoying. My dad and stepmom traveled everywhere for long stretches. He was retired, and they would go to like Switzerland. They'd go to Europe. And all of a sudden, after 9-11, he stopped traveling. So I remember saying to my stepmom, even after my dad died, I said, so he really got afraid of flying and all that. She said, no, he just hated the hassle. It yeah. became such a hassle that he would rather, from Denver to St. Louis, he would always say, oh, we'll just drive. I'm like, God, that's like 12 hours. He's like, oh, we'll just drive. It's fine. And I thought he'd gotten kind of scared because of the terrorism. She said, no, he just can't stand all of the hassle that comes with it. I'm convinced the real reason, and I believe I just saw it, it was the 60th anniversary, I think, of the plane crash of Buddy Holly, Richie Valens. Oh, the day the music died. The Big Bopper. My dad is a huge music fan. I remember watching La Bamba as a kid, and I wonder if that played a role in him Good. not wanting to fly. Well, we could probably ask him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, could, you could probably have, you have access He'll to He'll be him. on a bigger plane than the, whatever that single-engine one was that went down. We'll ask him, the one cardinal you would want to talk to. But I did see that article the other day. Richie Valens was one? 17. Yeah, they're young. 17. Martin, 17. Martin, Sad. how old was Richie Valens when he died? 17. I mean, 17. <laughs> 17. All right, let's That's do crazy. this. It's been a while, Chuck. It's back by popular demand, my own. What are the odds? I thought about this because the Super Bowl odds... For next year, are already out. Quick. Like, oh, my God. Guess who the favorites are? The team that just won. 
Yes. Guess who's like in the mix? The team they beat. Team they just beat. We do this every single Guess who else week. is in the mix? The two teams that those two teams beat. <sighs> Saints. Chiefs. Uh-huh. Will the Saints fans boycott the Super Bowl next year if they're in it? What about the sleepers, though? We are sleeper teams. Who can knock off the Rams? Not that we we don't care anymore. We're over it, right, Chuck? We're over it? No. We're looking for value plays. Never about- over it. Bears, Eagles, value Packers, play. Here's the value Falcons. play. I haven't looked. How about Seahawks motivated? Andrew Luck and the Colts. Get a little better. I was talking NFC. Okay, NFC. <laughs> Bears. How about the Packers? New coach? Yeah. 21 odds. Bay. Green Bay. All right, so how about some numbers here? Uh, Green Bay Packers, 20 to 1 odds. Martin, you mentioned this New England. This is to win the Super Bowl? Yes. New England, 6 to 1, the favorites. Chiefs, this is according to VegasInsider.com. The Chiefs are second favorite, uh, 7 to 1. Rams are the favorite out of the NFC, 8 to 1, filed by the team they beat, the Saints. 10 to 1. This surprised me just because I don't know when the last time they had odds is good to win the Super Bowl. The Browns are 22 to 1. The Browns and the Steelers had the same odds to win the Super Bowl. They like that Freddie. What's his name? Freddie Kitchens? Prince Jr. No, what's his name? Is oh, it Freddie Kitchens? Good actor. What's he doing now? Kind of faded away, didn't he? He did. We'll say that for Maybe married one of the, somebody famous. Michelle. Sounds right. Sarah Michelle Geller, I believe. We'll Miami, check on that. Miami Dolphins are. We'll get to that. We'll get to that a little later. I'm sorry, no, the Dolphins. I think real life. <laughs> With Brian Flores. Last shot. Back to throw. Uh, Vegas also tepid on them. 100 to 1 odds. They are dead last in the NFL. The Dolphins are dead last? Dolphins are dead last. Oh. I would have thought Arizona. Cardinals are NFL 66 to 1, to 1 odds. NFL odds. <laughs> Super Bowl chances. <laughs> Who are we drafting? So they are not anticipating the uh, first time of a home team playing. In the Here's Bowl. a question, and we could probably look it up. We probably could have looked it up. The last time a team lost the Super Bowl, well, the answer is probably New England because they just did it, but other than New England, lost the Super Bowl and then made it back the next year. New England. Well, other than New England. <laughs> New England. <laughs> well, I, I, I said because the they just lost just... and then they won it. Just getting it back, like like a team like the Rams, like got to the Super Bowl, lost, and then the next year actually went back. Because there used question. to be a stretch. I remember growing up, there was a stretch where the team that lost had some calamity happen the following year. Right. Like, it was like the like Eagles a huge lost, and then the TO thing. thing happened. The Rams lost, and then they had the Kurt Warner thing. Um, that might be a threat at the end of the day. That's a good no, question. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. You guys keep talking about I saw uh, another stat Chuck yesterday, <laughs> and I believe it's the last <laughs> eight or so years. Every other year, the Patriots win the Super Bowl, Bama doesn't. The next year, Bama wins the national championship. Patriots don't win the Super Bowl. And it's gone back and forth like that for about seven or eight seasons. They never win in the same year, though, in the last seven or eight years. That is kind of weird. Because you would think, as good as both are, that they would overlap and both do it at the same time. But they both basically finish second in the other years, most of the time. I wonder if you could just parlay a bet that just says, a team from Boston will win a title. Just put some money down. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't you see the Rams, though? First of all, you always have a hangover, I feel like, anyway. And maybe that's more for the Super Bowl champ. In, in, the, in the last five years or so, it seems like the Patriots always start slow, and then they finish strong at the end of the season. But if you're the Rams, Sue's gone. That Dante Fowler, a good pass rusher, maybe he's gone as well. I think something's up with Todd Gurley. I just read today that he didn't meet with the media. 
uh, when they're cleaning out the lockers. So maybe there's an injury there. Maybe he's not happy, which I wouldn't be either if I got 11 touches and I was basically one of the best players in all of football, up for oh. the MVP. Why did they all deny he was hurt? Like, if he is truly nicked up or compromised in any way, why did they just say it? Wouldn't it have been better for everybody? Or put him on the injury report. And by the way, Rock, I have not looked it up, but I'm sure you're right. Yeah, uh, it looks Buffalo like so Bills. the Bills obviously uh, lost and then lost and lost. lost, and lost, uh, lost. The Broncos lost back-to-back. Uh, the only one I'm finding that lost and then came back to win would have been Super Bowl five to Super Bowl six. That's Dallas what I'm Cowboys too. Yeah. lost to the Colts 15, sixteen to thirteen, and then they beat the Dolphins twenty four to three. Part of the issue is the NFC won like what eighteen straight Super Bowls in yes. the eighties and nineties. That that kind of does, and that's where hurt. the Bron- and that's where the Broncos back to back losses falls into place. But I, I think, think this is only the second time we've ever seen a loss followed directly by. Well, you're a right because the Broncos would have been destroyed. By the nine, Vikings no. lost two years in a row as well, eight, eight, nine to the Dolphins and then the Steelers. That's got to be depressing. Um, Giants, Giants and though. Redskins may have blown out the Broncos back to back years. I don't matter. like when we say, "Oh, it's Super Bowl twenty, it's Super Bowl thirty-three, as if we remember the year. Right? I think you just need to say it was Super Bowl in twenty fourteen. It was the Super Bowl seventy four and seventy five in ninety five. Right? I agree. Enough. Okay. Also, get rid of the Roman numerals. Although this year was the big L I I I, the big lie. Mm-hmm. It was true. It was apt. Uh, any other numbers we need to chew on, Hoff? Uh, I got. You wanted projections for baseball. I have Fangraphs. Kind of say from football to baseball. <clears throat> this is. I just think this is interesting. You have the teams you would expect projected to have a really good year next season: the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Astros, the Indians, the Dodgers. Cardinals checking in at 86 and 76. If this is how it plays out, they'll get the first wild card. They'll finish two games behind the Cubs, one game in front of the Mets. This was interesting. Mets. How about this for a uh, a uh, fallback? The Brewers regressing to 79 and 83 is what Fangraphs has it as. I think I read That's that. That's a major and, regression. And even some of the Vegas odds, everybody's kind of down on Milwaukee. Maybe there's a little bit of magic in a bottle, but I'm also thinking – they still kind of got the same core. Pitching, though. Starting, starting pitching. pitching. Who pitching? They really loaded up on the bullpen at the trade deadline. You have to wonder what kind of effect that has on the arms of like a Josh Hader for next season, all the all the innings on his arm. I could see them taking a step back, but 79 wins, 80 wins? I don't see that. What if I gave you first wild card for the Cardinals today, guaranteed? Would you take it? Or would you roll the dice? I would, I would ta- roll the dice. I would take it just because you got to get back in. you got to okay, get but- back in. I've been thinking about this a lot. Do you think, as a as a Cardinals fan, if after three years of not making the playoffs at all, to me it doesn't matter if you're first or second wild card, if you don't advance to the DS. So basically if you get one game, are you okay with that? No. I, I don't think you should be. And that's why I think it rightfully so bothers a lot of Cardinals fans, and we complain in the media about it, where you haven't been to the playoffs in three years. Okay, you got better. I think everybody agrees with that. Goldie, Andrew Miller, hopefully Alex Reyes is healthy. You've gotten better. You have the opportunity, though, to be the favorite. And I understand the favorites don't win every year, but by making a huge move, you could say now we're the favorite to win the division. Right now I think it's fair to say, okay, you have a chance to win the division with the Brewers, with the Cubs, but if you don't, then you're a wild card and you get one game, and you might be out after one postseason game, which fans don't even look like as a playoff appearance. Right, it's not a great fallback, but it's better than not being in. I'm just saying, if I know I'm in right now, I think I would take it. With all the things that could go wrong, my hope is higher than that. 
But if you're giving me that guaranteed, I might take it. It'd be an interesting poll question on the Twitters to see if people would accept that, if you guaranteed that here on February, whatever day it is. I'll put it out there. Not enough time today, but we'll have the results for tomorrow for a big show on Wednesday. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Good tease, Chuck. Thank you. Yeah. Good job, teasing. I like that. Uh, you want to do some hockey? Sure. Lightning, 4-1 to one odds. Team the Blues are playing tomorrow. Jake Allen allegedly on the ice. Yeah, I know people have tweeted that or texted it in that Jake Allen scheduled to play per Baruby. I guess that would give them a game before they come back home. I just, if Bennington plays well tonight, Chuck, you know I don't agree with the move. And I said all along, for Bennington, I'm okay with him. If he has even two bad games in a row, put him back out there. Right now, he's deserved the shot to, to even play poorly and still go back there. However, I think we know what's going to happen because we've seen this movie before. And this is Jake Allen. He can be really good. Unfortunately, his lows are a little lower. What's going to happen? I guarantee you on Thursday, he shoves. I guarantee you he's really good against the best team in the NHL. They probably win that game. And then he gets right back in the conversation of, should we play him? Then what normally happens? The next game, he gives up a five spot. That's usually what I happens. I hope you're right, because I like storylines. Not negative. I just like uh, the storylines. Sounds like you're rooting for a negative story. Maybe like a 2-1 win on Thursday. But that's happened like... Six times then this the year. Then the 7-2 loss on Saturday. By the way, the Blues, let's go to Vegas, guys. Put 100 bucks down on the Blues at 65-1 to 1 odds to win the Cup. 65-1. to 1. Julian Edelman was 45-1 to 1 to win the MVP. I didn't realize it's been that long for a wide receiver. Seven, uh, seventh all-time that a wide receiver won the MVP. Last was Santonio Holmes with the Steelers. Also, Deion Branch, didn't he win one as well? Yeah, With right. the Pats. Sounds right. Sounds right. It has to be weird because... I think Desmond Howard won, and he was more of a return guy, right. but I think yeah. listed as a receiver. But how many times does a quarterback have kind of a, a bad game like Brady did, but was good enough to one receiver to have that guy win the MVP? It doesn't happen very often. Is Tom Brady not as good because Edelman's a Hall of Famer? <laughs> does that take away from his credentials? Uh, fun with numbers. Anything else, Hoff? From fun uh, with we numbers? We can do NBA if you want. Wow. <laughs> We could do MLS. Oh, no, let's do Why college don't you basketball. Tell me because, what movie. because Marquette is 50 to 1 odds to win the NCAA tournament title this year. Wow. Not to be a wet blanket, they're not winning the tournament Whoa, title. But how dare you. I Why do you settle... say that, though? Because yeah, they won't. They won't. But don't you feel like in college basketball nowadays, there's a greater chance for a team that's, let's say, ranked 15th or 17th or 11th in the country to actually win it all? What if Marcus Howard, I'm just saying this, if he has a tournament run where he averages 30 a game, how far do they go? Could happen. How far do they go? If, if that happens, how far do you think this team could go? Maybe Final Four. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I would take that. that in a okay. heartbeat. Winning it all, 50-1. to one. Who is favored? Is it Duke? Uh, Duke is favored, 2-1. to one. Gonzaga is second, 6-1. to one. Third is Virginia. They're 13-2, to two, and I'm obligated to mention that last March they became the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed and were blown out in that game. And they deserved it. Yes. And uh, Tennessee, 15-2. to two. Mizzou's opponent tonight. I kind of like Virginia with those odds. No, I don't because I hate their style of play. I do too. And I feel like okay, but I'm checking box scores. Frankly, should be banned. I feel like they're scoring a little more this year. Should be banned. (laughs) Give them a postseason. New rule: If you're a one seed and you lose to a 16, you don't get to come back next year. (laughs) New rule: If more than 90 of if you're more than 90 percent of your possessions start at the 10 second mark in the shot clock, you should be banned from basketball. Hey, Tony Bennett, I got a video. (laughs) It's Greenville University. Watch it. 200 points. Yeah. Love it. Shoot the rock. Basically yeah. doing uh, line changes it's like hockey. Love Fantastic. It. Also, Martin, 
I have a question for a lot of people out there. If you're currently sideways with the IRS, do you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night? Are you facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments? If so, you should contact our guy, former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Milty, Mark Milton, at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton providing a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the television and radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. We can see his office from our studio here at 590 The Fan. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Just enough time for the end of the day. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. Hoff's like, oh, good, a segment where I get to talk. Wait a minute, we just did a segment where I <laughs> He's get like, to talk. He's like, hold on a second. Do you want to do NASCAR? Should we do NASCAR <laughs> on? MLS. I do have an idea, however, to keep the elderly engaged at, at SLU basketball The elderly. No, I, I didn't say the elderly. elderly Can I just fly. say, though, I hate to interrupt, That's but fine. I always do, because... This is an issue that I noticed a lot when I attended Bradley University back in 2000 and 2004. Haven't been there for a while, but went to a game this past Saturday. And it is a, a very much an older fan base. They don't have the students close to the floor. That's wrong. Not a lot of energy. How could they not have students close to the floor? Even if it's a small section, you want them. I'm telling you. to have them right behind the baskets. Back in the day, you had it's all that caterpillar money. Yeah, you had bleachers. Underneath both baskets, one side was the band, the other was the students. Now you have the band. The other side is like a VIP area for an all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink. Get the kids there. Get them crazy. Did you get the seats for the all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink? No. No. Okay. So I, you guys didn't drink at all? Good no, we definitely drank. We did not get those seats. Next topic. Next topic. Same topic. Slew, elderly, how to keep them engaged in basketball games. Late tip-off tonight down at the Chaffetz. Here's my idea. You bring back Garavelli's and put that in the Chaffetz. And you host a little dinner, late supper, at halftime. But most have already eaten supper at four. Well, so it's like, like their midnight snack, but for the supper. elderly. And then that, that gets them the energy okay. for the second half. Okay, supper bump. Although most of us go to like a good cafeteria-style place, then we eat too much, we fall asleep. But I like the idea. Taco Bell had fourth meal. Let me say this, though, because when I go to these slew games, I usually sit in the same spot. And SLU does have a nice student section, and they're a very vocal bunch. They're very good at heckling. They're sitting right there by the opposing team's bench, and they do get after it, and they get on the officials, and they get on the opponent pretty uh, pretty well there. Uh, what's, the, what's the biggest animal you think you could kill with your bare hands? Great question. A guy <sighs> strangled a mountain lion, and this has been... Completely confirmed. This isn't some this guy made it up and he shot the mountain lion and he said he strangled it. This is completely confirmed. By this Brian animal, Williams. this animal could kill him easily, and he strangled it with his bare hands. The biggest animal you can do that to. You got to work your way up. I think I mean, it might be a mountain lion. Got to work your way. Up. Well, start, I mean, you, like, start with a squirrel, frog. <laughs> right. You got to like think. You got to walk it through here. Question though, because we're we talking about. We want to kill any of these animals, of course. Hundred percent. I love animals. We're talking about the elderly. How old was this mountain lion? I mean, was it like a decrepit animal kind of just like on its deathbed? And that's uh, important. We probably, important don't, to, we probably boy, don't know that. You know, it wasn't fed Garavelli's before it attacked the jogger. 
I don't feel Maybe good about the this energy question. levels were down. What am I going to say? Like, oh, I could kill a giraffe. Like, why haven't would you, you do that? Well, haven't you ever wondered, like, what, in terms of predators, animals that could actually kill you, what's the biggest one you think you could take down with your bare hands? Like, we were discussing polar bears oh, the other week, and the they just say good luck for that. I think 101 does this every day. Would you rather eat a giant pile of dust or get punched in the face? I'm like, what? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Uh, I don't have a good answer. I really don't because I, I don't. I can't picture myself killing an animal. Now, if it's attacking your family, mountain lion, I don't know. The victim was running on the on the West Ridge Trail in Larimer County when he heard something behind him. As he turned, he saw the mountain lion pounce for his head and neck. The mountain lion bit him on the face and wrist. The victim managed to partially block the attack with his forearms. He managed to fight and break free from the mountain lion. Once he fended the lion off, he counterattacked the cat. It says cat, which I think is not the right word. It's a lion. It's not a cat. By getting on top of it, she said, there are still a few mysteries, though, including exactly how he managed to suffocate the animal. Yeah, that may be more But after additional investigation, including examination of the lion, we have confirmed the victim's account that he was able to suffocate the animal while defending himself from the attack. That's what the uh, the official account of Colorado Parks and Wildlife Northeast Region tweeted. Probably that. going... Headlock, right? That's probably your only move. Yeah. At that point. Okay. Now here's my question: He gets to take he gets to take that thing and have it stuffed, right? I would. I absolutely would. I no, would they'd be the staring at you the rest house. of your life. Exactly. I got you every morning. I, I killed you. you. Uh, Suck it, man. I'll tell you what. I would love to see. I don't, I'm sure there's not video of that, but that's just a, a crazy insane, story. That's isn't it? unbelievable. Yes. The wherewithal to to try to to kill that animal that's trying to kill you and strangle it. And then that guy who says he killed the mountain lion later reported the cards of signed Paul Goldschmidt. Correct. Ah. Later that day. Uh, what? No, I'm just saying. Like, he's a kid. No, I'm just yeah. saying story-wise. He's a kid. He got uh, snookered. Two more, two more quick things. The uh, Cash Evans Kansas basketball update. Uh, Kansas is playing tonight at Kansas State. It's important because Kansas suddenly that Big 12 title run is uh, kind of in jeopardy. You need to win tonight in Manhattan to keep that alive. Go Bruce Weber. Let's yeah, go, Wildcats. let's go, Bruce Weber. And finally, happy Chinese, Chinese New Year, the year of the pig. Is yeah, Mike Lee's us. been calling me every night several times. We've been talking about this. Congrats. That's, that's Congrats. the end of the day. Guys, it's the Classiest Gala this side of the Mayor's Ball. Mardi Gras presents inaugural Bacnellian Ball on Saturday, February 9th. This year's theme, Time Lab. It features four time travel-themed parties all in one as you roar with Gatsby, go mad for the atomic age, break dance at Boombox, and see the future at beyond. Dress to the nines in your era-specific finest as you enjoy all-inclusive food and drinks inspired by each time period. Visit stlmardigras.org now to get those all-inclusive passes for this mind-bending journey through time, which is what people say about the midday grind. Bacchanalian. 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 It's a mind-bending journey through time. It's the Ooh. coveted hour on 590. The Great show. I enjoyed it. Was and it? tomorrow, think about all the sports we'll have to break down. Yeah, but Strick will be here, so it'll just be one sport being broken down, and that will be yeah. hockey. No, he'll have opinions on other things <laughs> that he doesn't know about, but he will but he will chime in one anyway. One sport will be well broken down. The other two might be poorly broken Were down. Were you guys really saying you could wrestle some kind of mountain lion and pay you idiots for that? Somebody in the text line said coyote. They think they could get a coyote. See, that's an honest answer. You guys ducked the question. I don't feel good about Martin killing Martin brought up an giraffe. No, I'm saying if you do something like that, then people are like, did you hear what he said? Oh. <laughs> next, they're going to make fun of vegans. All right, the hard line is coming your way next. Congratulations.